0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Josh Janielowski. I'm a mechanical engineering student here at Trine University. I uh, play on the D2 ice hockey team, and uh, we're here to talk to you about uh, highway traffic and our proposed solutions for uh, reducing the traffic on our roads. Here with me today, we have uh, Asa Wells, Xander Carson, Reed Courtright, and Luke Arnold. Where do we begin?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right we love highways
0: all right. so what we, what we got first on the agenda well i mean i'd say we go through the problem first so we've got you know a couple of main problems uh that we've identified through our research and um i think everyone's kind of keyed in on a different point um i would say for me the the biggest one that i found was uh was bottlenecks and uh, our infrastructure and in the, in the shortfalls of that. Um, now, you might be asking, what is a bottleneck? Uh, well, that could be anything from on and off ramps, interchanges, uh, lane drops, uh, traffic control devices, you know, a lot of the things that you encounter on a day to day basis. And when you think about the times where you run into traffic, uh, it's really at all those things, Every you know, You see someone slam on their brakes more often than not. You're coming off an exit or getting on an exit. Someone crosses over four lanes because they're about to miss their exit. Um, And, you know, the more that you drive, the more you see how much those things affect um, and how much drivers themselves can affect the traffic that's on the roads. Yeah, Yeah. like whenever
2: whenever I'm driving, I'm a new new driver, but every every time I get caught in traffic, it's always on and off ramps usually Mm -hmm. because you get, it gets crowded when everybody wants to
0: get on different road, especially time when you're getting off work. Yeah. Especially like five, six, uh, four or five o'clock now it's even getting earlier, but yeah, especially around those times you see a lot of traffic at the on and on off ramps,
2: especially with the, the bottlenecks like usually like the ones that are awful where I'm from in Columbus is, um, they have that, the, the on ramp, there's an on ramp and then there's an exit ramp about like, I want to say like, not even a quarter mile yeah, away. Like they're on so the same lane. Yeah, l- yep, literally it's, those, it's yeah. Literally so stressful to mm-hmm. get over while other people are trying to get over or other people are trying to... It's just a mess. Luckily, they're doing construction on it right now. They're yeah. trying to build like a bridge over it so mm-hmm. we don't have to deal with it, but...
0: Yeah, and usually, that's another problem in and of itself because during the time where they're trying to fix this problem, you're going to see even more congestion there because of construction. the construction. Yes, yeah no I mean I've uh, uh, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum I've driven a lot um, in a lot of different places uh, DC area of Maryland uh, Michigan uh, Capital uh, Harrisburg area of PA and then my home in Scranton and um, every place there's really those one or two spots where you always come to and you know like you're gonna run into you're gonna run into some traffic yeah. at almost all hours of the day
2: yeah there's um, when uh, by, uh, I was calling it a summer tournament and we're in new york City. we're going through new york city and the washington bridge oh my goodness Awful. like it, it it went from a like i want to say a 10 lane it, it was like to get on the bridge it was a 10 lane toll booth and then there's also people coming on mm-hmm. and it dropped the four lanes yep and so there the wow. that so and it, it was a span of like a third of, uh, like a third of a mile, not even that. And no, there's no lane. Like once it got past that toll uh, toll booth, there was absolutely no lanes. Nobody was following lanes. Cause everybody's trying to merge into these four lanes. Right. It's just like, who built this? Oh my God. Like, what were they thinking? But hey, this, yeah. But well we're it, dealt with right if now. you
0: haven't yeah. driven in like New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, that yeah. area is just a free for all. It's yeah.
3: Awful up there. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they drive like wild people. like it's yes. wild yes. how some of those people drive. The road rate is insane. What's wild
3: is Miami. Miami people like you'll have somebody like there's like six lanes, so like it's not really delegated to like who goes how fast where. Yeah. You'll just kinda go there and like you'll be going like fifty in one lane, and then some guy just is like going hundred, <laughs> weaving through all the Seven lanes,
0: driving his Lambo, just like Mm -hmm. street racing, and you're like,
4: like, "shoot." See, I'm fortunate enough coming from little, you know, Hanover, Ohio. The worst traffic. (laughs) I got to worry about his old farmer Dan coming down the road in his combine, getting to his south fields from his north fields, and slowing (laughs) everyone down to twenty miles an hour behind him. Uh, That's that's that was the
0: the first time I moved away from home. I was living in like a farm town, and just my drive to and from the rink was about forty five minutes. The highway part was normally okay. And then I got to like this one spot where there was always construction and it always slowed down. And then I got off the highway and I was on a one lane, uh, country road and a lot of it was dotted yellow. So you could suicide pass if you really wanted to. Uh, and more often than not, that was to get around like tractor tractors and and, and, like big farm equipment that were just taking up like three quarters of the road. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's actually, I had one this summer. I was driving down in uh, South Carolina and, um. I'm driving. It's like 7 a.m. My girlfriend and I are like trying to get home. We got a 12-hour drive ahead of us, and I'm like not not tired actually. I like ripped an energy drink. I was I was wide awake, but we're driving, and there aren't very very many cars on the road, and it's a three-lane highway, and I'm in the middle lane, and then out of nowhere, I see and the, and they were doing starting construction, so uh, like cones come like I see the cones. There wasn't a sign that I saw that told me that there was going to, there was a lane drop. So they're like, okay. And then about like less than a quarter mile from that, there was another one on the other lane. So it went from three lanes to one lane in about a quarter mile. If there were any, any number of cars on the road, like if it wasn't just me, it would have been a, an absolute crap shoot because you would have had three lanes of cars trying to go into one. Yeah. And I, I like, I don't know how that happens. How, who designs that?
1: Nice job censoring yourself. Oh yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> <it. laughs> I'm trying to trying to it family friendly. Trying, trying to hold school, back on the, the amount of podcast. editing we have to for do because podcast. uh yeah.
0: I mean technically
2: technically we call it. Luke, so do you different. have a
4: do you have a <laughs> sensor bar on that on that <laughs> soundboard there of yours? You
2: um I don't I, I don't think so. I mean I can just, just scared to touch this. this oh whoa, I didn't <laughs> even touch. That. <laughs> I didn't even touch that. Oh yeah, we love trying technology. Oh yeah. Let's let's get back on that.
0: Yeah, so uh so yeah, so those are the the bottlenecks, and then I mean I know Reed, you kind of focus in more on the on the drivers aspect of it because that really plays a huge part too. You got um, a bad
3: driver, it's not going to be any like you could have a hundred good drivers on the road, but the moment you have that one bad driver, not check his blind spot, and then cut off a semi, and then it runs into another person, you have a fifty-two car pile fifty-two up. car pile yeah. up and people dead because. One person didn't look over their shoulder.
0: Yeah, and it's the same issue we talked about at the end of our our presentation when we were asked about uh, self-driving cars. Like, you could have one self-driving car, but that's not going to work if you have drivers who are – I mean, we're all inherently imperfect, but you also have drivers who are not paying attention or who are going to do things that the car just isn't going to be able to react to. And even if it does, it's going to react and – crash into another car and it's it's it wouldn't work unless every car on the road had some sort of uh assisted driving or automated driving ability which is uh wildly expensive to implement and and probably not realistic for even our lifetimes so um but yeah i mean the the drivers play a huge role in it too Um, obviously you have the things like weather and work zones and and those things are going to show up. They're never going to go away, but, um, but a lot of different issues. And so like we need to narrow in on a couple of, um, of solutions that would, would fix all of those things. And, And that's a pretty tall task, but, you know, drive, it, it's, the traffic is definitely, it, it depends on the area. And as we, as we kind of talked about, you've got Miami, you've got six lanes. You go to California, you've got seven or eight lanes. Um, I think we found a couple that were even closer to like nine or ten in some areas. And so, like, that in relation to uh, the streets of Angola, where you've got two-lane highways and one-lane roads, like, we're not going to implement most of these things in places like this. They're more for the areas that get really, really bad traffic. I mean, here you're not going to experience anything crazy unless someone drives through the roundabout at the city center and crashes through the statue. And then you've got people like, oh, what's going on over there? Mm-hmm. Um, so but I think he pulled out in front of me with his boat behind him in the roundabout
1: earlier today. Uh, yep. Yep. That's about. Watch semis. They don't care. on the roundabout. No, yeah, they don't. It was, just, it
0: was just.
4: It was just some dude in his pickup truck, just with a giant boat. He was pulling through the through the freaking roundabout too. It wasn't even a semi. Like yeah. the semis are bad, but you see the semis coming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm
4: sorry, I'm
2: sorry, <laughs> <laughs> is that is that how you call me out for yapping, Luke? Are you just gonna no, use no, that? No, no, no. I'll just I'll just uh, keep on talking. Just talk real quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you got yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, right, that, that's, that's exactly. What and
3: it. a lot of times when people like cut in front of you or something. Their solution to it is just if I don't look at them, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody will cut in front of me, like so I don't see then, like, it. They'll it look at happen. me, and they're like, they're like, they won't look at me as I'm like stopped in the middle of an intersection because you just ran through a red light. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah. If you cut me off and I pull up next to you at the stoplight, I'm gonna be staring at
0: you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just to stare down. Yeah. You have to. So so the couple of solutions that we've kind of come up with, and I don't know if you guys have seen these in in certain places. I mean, I know we all see them in research, but uh, the one I can really speak to that I've seen uh, implemented is the flex lane and the the concept of a flex route, which is uh, a lane. It's basically an extended shoulder that is only open during certain parts of the day. So you've got signs above the road that tell what lanes are open. And if it's a three-lane highway, normally it's going to be the right two lanes. The left lane will be closed at some times. Uh, But during higher traffic times, there'll be a green arrow that points down saying, hey, this lane's open. So it goes to a three-lane highway, which uh, I've driven it on US 23 up in Michigan, uh, between Ann Arbor and Brighton. And I've honestly seen it. It's pretty, it's pretty effective. Like, especially during rush hour, the only part where you do see, uh, any sort of congestion is when the flex lane ends. So there is a certain point where it stops and that's where all the traffic builds up. But a, a two lane highway that is traveled pretty heavily, even during rush hour, doesn't have too much traffic until you get to the end of that, which is one of the, one of the bottlenecks we talked about lane drops. Um, Another, another one, uh, that we've kind of seen, uh, and I think this is a, an idea that we can all kind of like conceptually see how it works would be a, a ramp meter where you've got a stoplight at the end of a, a ramp. And I know I've seen them in Connecticut. And I've seen plenty of those. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, yeah, they're all yep. over Miami. Yeah. So like that concept I think really works and, and it's honestly something that, you could probably implement even in construction zones where lane drops are, are happening. Um, not necessarily in a place where you're always going to have that lane drop, but if you have construction, you've got to close a lane. Um, you know, we, we found quite a bit in our research about uh, zipper merge, and uh, that's the concept of basically like military style, single file, going from two lines to one. If you've got two lanes of traffic, it's one after the other. So you've got One guy from the left lane will go, and then the guy behind him has got to let someone from the right lane cut in. And if you keep that pattern almost like a zipper works, if you ever looked at a zipper up close, theoretically that should keep both lanes moving at a constant speed without having to break because when you think about a construction zone, you've got the guy who's going to be really, really nice and let six people in front of them. And then you've got the guy who's going to be a douche and he's not going to let anyone in in front of him trying to find the words here uh so (laughs) i think we can use that right yeah yeah i think i think think, that works i think that works so so it's it's really like head, yeah and and you know that's where where reed you kind of talked about driver mentality and it's kind of tough uh to change everyone but i think that taking some steps and talking about some of these things like the zipper merge in uh our driver education at least would make the change amongst the the newer drivers and then attempting to phase that into people who have already driven for a while. And um, I know we kind of talked about, uh, saw a little bit about some states that are requiring uh, older, more experienced drivers to retest at a certain age. Um, I think those things coupled together would definitely make a positive impact on the roadways as a whole, and that in turn would help with congestion. But I think like zipper merges, if you have... Uh, a stoplight there, like a ramp meter, and basically do it the same way. Because when you go to a ramp meter in a in a normal place, right, you've it it lets one guy from the left, one guy from the right. If you did that in a construction zone, you would essentially get the same outcome. Yeah,
4: because yeah. I know. um like, that's not something that they teach. The, the zipper stuff is not something that they teach when you go get your driver's up, like at least in Ohio. But mm-hmm. it's something you just kind of pick up on the roads. Like, yeah. as you see people do, it's just kind of out of the- Niceness of your heart. And I say it's just being courteous. Like it's just being courteous. It's yeah. just understanding. It's just like, oh, I'll take my turn, then you take your turn, then I'll take my turn. It's like one yeah. after the other. It's like well, it's like the thing where you pull to a four way stop and everyone just kinda like, Yeah, I'll talk to this guy and he'll go first and then okay, I'll oh, no, go. It's like everyone just kinda understands. Yeah. But yeah. like, but they teach that though. They teach that in the driving education that like the rules of pulling up to a four way stop. So I mm-hmm. feel like if they if they taught that right that concept and we're like, hey, follow this, then more yeah. people would be inclined to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well when I when I was learning to drive because I, I was an unconventional learner. Yeah, I was I was uh, I was 18 when I got my license, so I didn't have to go to these training schools, basically. Yeah. And my first time on the highway, I'm like, "What is go- what? Like, what is going on?" Like, my mom is yelling at me. She's just like, <laughs> "Why didn't you let him go? Why you're not you? You're, like, that's rude." I'm like, "This is my fr- this is my first this is my first time on the road." Yeah. And so, like, you can get your license without that training experience. Mm-hmm.
3: Knowing how the yeah, knowing knowing how the road works, yeah,
2: and l- like let's be an, honest here, It's an oversight there. L- let's be honest here, like I'm in calc two, I don't remember some algebra two stuff, yeah, <laughs> that can carry on to the road, mm-hmm. like like people ask me like college algebra stuff, they're like, oh, "Can you do this for me?" I'm like, "I'm gonna be honest here, I haven't done this since you, since like algebra two, so like I don't I don't know what I'm doing, so it's just it's just like I feel like there should be a, another or like a class where universal for, like, whatever age Mm -hmm. group you're at, you're going to have to learn it. Yeah. And then the same thing with taking the tests. Like, mine was a couple turns on a Mm -hmm. 35-mile-an-hour road. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that shows that you can drive on a 35-mile-an-hour road, but can you drive on a 70-mile-an-hour road? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And that was something my driving instructor made sure to – do was like take me through a little congested town and then
2: also out on a highway yeah yeah mine was a couple 35 mile an hour turns and i had a full-blown conversation with this guy he's like yeah there's one thing you could be uh you could be a country road license and then you could be highway license he's like i was like i've been trying to push this for ever since i got to the dmv and he's like yeah like b m b bmv dmv Oh, doesn't DME, matter yeah. bmv dmv
4: i don't care i also <laughs> spent an hour of my my 8 hours of on road driving that you have to have sitting outside of an auto zone while the instructor lady went inside to get new headlights oh, <laughs> and it counted yeah. it counted because i was in the car and i was <laughs> i was driving so
2: yeah i think i think it should be i don't know if all states are like that but yeah. i think it should be stricter on the tests.
0: Yeah, no, there, there's got to be some sort of highway test because I was the same way. I had a driving instructor who took me on the highway, but my test was a couple turns, uh, make sure you stop at this uh, pedestrian crossing, um, use your turn signal, and that's about... Oh, parallel park too, which, like, honestly, it's really, I- if you follow, like, the procedure that I was taught or I- I that most people teach, it's not all that difficult. I know it's, like, stressful, but, um, but also... You know, I can count on one hand through, I mean, I, I've driven my car close to 120,000 miles over the last five years.
4: I, I mean, thought you were going to say I've driven my car 120 miles an hour. No. <laughs> yeah, you admit that on my there no, mm. no, 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 no,
0: nope, <laughs> nope, definitely not. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah but sure. like I can count on one hand the number of times I've driven and had to parallel park. Like it's, it's less than probably, probably less than 10, quite honestly, like over five years, but the amount of times I've gotten onto a highway and I was not tested on that whatsoever. And like Luke, you said, like I had to do 60 hours in the car with my parents, (coughs) 10 at night. Um, and you were supposed to log, I think like five in bad weather being a January birthday. That was easy. My first couple drives were in the snow, but, um, you didn't have to do any of that. And not to say that you're a bad driver because of it, but you know, it, it's definitely something where you probably got on the highway for the first time, and that's a foreign, a foreign feeling to you. To be
2: honest, I I practiced for like three weeks. And yeah, <laughs> then, then I just took the test. Yeah, so. for yeah. Me, but
3: our driving test, like I took it in COVID, so the driving test wasn't wild. even in there. I drove, I literally drove around a parking lot, stopped at two stop signs, and did parallel park. I didn't, don't think I went over 15 miles an hour, <laughs> and like. I was per- the instructor wasn't even. I was like, did you
0: have a Zoom instructor? Like what?
3: They just they <laughs> just looked at me. They just oh, they watched they just watch, me watch you do it. Clipboard. I'm like, pull the wow. stop sign, turn, turn, parallel park. And that was it. It was oh yes, but minutes. during
4: COVID, they would not get in the car with you. My mom sat in the car next to me, and I failed it the first time. And then I had like a mental breakdown in the car afterwards because <laughs> I was so upset. <laughs> and then my mom was just sitting there, and I was just I was just throwing out just insult after insult at mm-hmm. the instructor, even yes, though like when he wasn't yes, listening, yes, yes. yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I went and took
0: it the second time and nailed it. There you go. Yeah, honestly, you want to talk about one time where uh, traffic wasn't an issue? COVID. I drove. I drove a lot from from my house in PA to Detroit. I didn't have any traffic during oh, that. During I like, that 20, 20, like that, twenty 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 one, like that early that COVID gas prices. Oh they God, were the so below two dollars. <sighs> the gas prices below two dollars. I I was filling up my tank for like 20, 25 bucks max during that summer, That's crazy. and then just I, I had seventy last summer, seventy bucks. From twenty five to set, that's insane. Yeah, but the the roads. I mean, there were there was no one on the roads. Yeah, it was so nice. Not to say that that's a solution because it's certain, hits, yeah. it's most certainly not. But just thinking about the, <laughs> thinking about the good times, you know. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, we we came up with a a, a couple of pretty good solutions. <laughs> I think that we've seen them work in a lot of places and. Um,
4: Like, a lot of the stuff has been solved. Like, a lot of the stuff, there's been solutions come up to it. It's just not implemented enough. And a lot of that is just the money and Mm -hmm. the time because you have to close down a road in order to construct it. And the city's just like, oh, I don't really want to do that because it's going to cost all this. But it's like... Mm
3: -hmm. And it takes way too long. Yeah. Like, one bridge will take... There's a bridge kind of, like, a little further out from me. Like, it's been under construction since
4: The argument can be made that the benefits outweigh the... The cost there, like the, the benefits of having faster traffic, even like you just go through all through all that for a while and it's going to suck, obviously. It'd, mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd be like, oh, yeah, this kind of sucks for a little while. But once it's done, then it's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. And then suddenly all this money's being raked in because now people are getting to their jobs faster. Everyone is being clear. There's less accidents. It's all, it's all flowing great. It's
2: kind of like working out, man. It's just like.
4: Like you gotta you're, look. are
2: out of shape. Got that? Got that uh, beer belly going on, and uh, <laughs> you gotta look in the long term. Yeah, you gotta work you're, you're on thinking, it for a couple. You're of years. You're thinking too short term
4: you? because you're not gonna be the mayor any longer after those four years. So, like, why would you worry about it? But like, you gotta think about think about your people, man. You gotta yeah. think yeah. about the
2: people. You know, you know, uh, one of the examples that uh, we we looked up was the variable speed limit one, where mm-hmm. like each like the inside lanes were more. If they were, they were a faster speed limit than the outside of the ones that are tra uh <sighs> yeah merging yeah and so like i want i want to hear you guys' opinion on it because I don't know like it sounds good and all but like how and how would a cop be able to deal with that though that 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 that's yeah. the thing like right, right how
0: do you how do you tell who's speeding and who's not i mean again it's so you'd have to have the, and I'm, there are places where you have you have left exits too and left on ramps. Yeah, not not very common, but you know near some cities. And um, I think the concept is is good because I've kind of s- like thought about it. And if you told people that the left lane, not only is it's not just the passing lane, it's the lane for if you want to go seventy plus, because I think it's pretty well. Understood that like there's a little bit of leeway on a speed limit, even though it says it's a limit, it's you know yeah. it's not. It's well, it also depends what state it's like y- yeah, yeah, you go
4: this fast, and if I catch you doing too far over it,
1: then yeah, right. I then. don't know. I got pulled over going 72 in Fort Wayne. Oh wow, that's um, well. It, dep- it depends. on where you're at. I mean, yeah. yeah. the cop? Where you're at? Who the cop is? But, but like Ohio, you one. get
2: caught five over, you you're, you better believe you're toast.
1: Yeah. Really in Ohio? Yeah. Well, especially gotten, especially
2: your back roads, like at nighttime though. They, they just bored. Yeah. they I, was just a, get I you. went
1: to a Wiz Khalifa concert with a lot of my friends, yeah. and um, we got pulled over. I was driving in my sister's car that I wasn't insured in, Oh and I was going 100.
0: Oh, over oh, 100. oh he's so... and uh, this broadcasting this to the masses. It's
1: there, there was right. a <laughs> more to on the there. story yeah. that would have to be said off of you know, <laughs> Mike, but he just let me go. He just, what a guy.
0: What a guy. Listen, I like I've driven a lot. I've been pulled over a couple of times. Most of the cops are as long as you show respect to them, they're they're pretty respectful. Oh no, it the it bend though. Nice. Like my
2: brother, my brother, he was going five miles and over. We we're driving home from Cedar Point and we're on a uh it was a uh fifty five mile an hour road. No, it was forty five. It was forty five and I think my brother was my brother going fifty. And the guy pulled us over and he was like, Yeah, you're gonna get a ticket. My my brother was like really respectful, but like after we're like, Whoa, wow, wow, why, why is this guy giving us a ticket after mm-hmm. five? Only five over. Yeah, but a it is what it is. It's yeah. His town, you know.
0: Yeah, but like you said, I mean, the 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 solution there to have a variable speed limit for the different lanes, um, I th- I think it it can work definitely. I mean, I've seen it like same thing up in uh, up in Ann Arbor. They also do the variable speed limit thing. So you'll have um, the far left lane would be closer to like. A fifty-five or a sixty, and then the the far or no, sorry, the far right lane would be a fifty-five or a sixty. The far left lane would be a seventy. Yeah. Um, and I think if you, again, not that everyone's going to follow that, but if you tell, you know, Grandma who's going to be, you know, holding holding her wheel with her with her chin, her nose on the steering wheel, just trying to get from point A to point B, doing fifty-five or sixty, that she's got to drive in this lane and you have everyone in that lane driving the same speed, the only the only issue you, you run into is a traffic snake if someone has to avoid something or slam on their brakes or, or something happens. And then you've got the people in the far left lane who are able to drive at a, at a slightly higher speed and, and cruise along and get to wherever they're going. Um, but the issue ar- that really arises is when you've got grandma over in the left lane and you've got six cars behind her, her who want to go, You're not supposed to pass on the right, but t- there are people who are going to do it. And then she's she's slowing down because she's got people flying up her right side, and she's not expecting that. And like, if, if you had it understood that if you're going to drive this speed, you should be in this lane. And if you're out of this lane, that should be ticketed just as much as the guy who's speeding trying to get around you. Yeah. Because that also causes congestion when you have people who are not, you know, following following the rules.
1: Um, I kind of want to take another route on this whole different speed limits on different lanes. Um, when you go to big cities like like Miami or Atlanta, you have um, like the exits labeled above the road, like they would as signs, except yep. it's electronical, like they're they're um, like big you know plasma signs. Mm-hmm. So being able to put a speed limit on each lane with also having, like, exits there as well, kind of creates a flex lane in a sense. Yeah. Because you can be able to code or program it to say, you know, this this road's closed. Let's say the traffic's a little bit busier, so change the speed limit to a different, um, uh, maybe a lower limit. Or if, you know, there's not as much traffic or there's no construction going on, then speed limits can rise. And uh, I think adding those more often into uh, more cities and more highways would definitely be able to um, increase the traffic um, or decrease traffic. And de- it's kind of different solutions. in one is making flex lanes and different speed limits
0: in the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and to kind of wrap things up, like, I know Xander you mentioned a little bit, bit earlier how you think that the the cost saving potential outweighs the cost that you would spend on um, any of these potential solutions.
4: Yeah, and I think we had those numbers up. I didn't I forgot my laptop so I do not have them, yeah, them in so, front of me but
0: So I mean I remember the, not the, even we, we, we the don't numbers. even need to dive too deep into the numbers but we just conceptually when you think about all of the people who are affected by the congestion. It's not just you trying to get from point A to point B. It's all of the Amazon delivery drivers. It's all of the uh, DoorDash drivers. It's all of the tractor trailers who, tr- who are carrying freight. It's the mail. I, I know, like, we've seen a lot, of, a lot of issues with the mail and how, how slow it's been, especially since COVID happened. And um, all of these mm-hmm. things are due to supply mm-hmm. chain issues that could really all be... <laughs> improved if we improve the congestion on the roads. And when you think about the cost, the the the, the money lost due to that time alone, um, I think it makes a really great argument for implementing these things, especially in the areas where you see congestion really badly, which is, would be around big, bigger cities and higher traveled roads. Even if you just took, I mean, again, if, if you look at a, a heat map of, of the traffic in the United States, like New York is just always terrible and it's the not just the city itself because city traffic is a little bit different than highway traffic but it's the area around the city that is just really really bad and i think if you implemented some of these things in the areas around those cities to stop the congestion there at the source you would you would see pretty significant benefits um in in those ways and then again obviously it's less of a headache for everyone who's driving and trying to get home to their families and um, all those different things as well yeah
4: and one of the things I was just thinking about was that like, it's hard to implement this stuff in places like, like you were saying, New York, or like what he was talking about before with that bridge where it goes from 10 to a two, like to fix that, you'd have to tear down like that, that whole, you'd almost have to rebuild the bridge right. to fix something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it'd benefit us more in the future is if we could try to implement this stuff as, like, preemptively as a city is expanding, because all these cities are just constantly expanding, just expanding. all the time. That's yep. just how we go. And it'd be nicer to be able to implement the stuff ahead of the, the expansion as it's going, right. rather right. than waiting around until it becomes a problem mm-hmm. before
0: you'd start throwing this stuff at it. Right. These concepts would be a part of the expansion, not yeah. a solution after the fact. Yeah.
2: But let's think about it. All the s- solutions that were back then, that's what the same thing they're doing now. Right. And So, but, like it feels like nowadays it's like, it's slowing down of a curve of like, Oh, when these roads were built back when they were actually built, it was probably like, Oh my gosh, this is brilliant compared to what they used to. Right. So I, yeah, I agree with Xander on that one because mm-hmm. I think when new the cities are built, every time they put in new yeah. stuff like this. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's all about it. You know, we, we, we just have to learn to adapt and that's kind of, you know our species as, as a whole how we came to do I mean I could I could go on for another whole hour about about that because every time I drive down a road I'm like like you'd see how long it takes for construction to happen now look at all of the miles of road that we have in our country like imagine how long it took to construct all of it the cities the houses the highways like that's a lot of asphalt that's a lot of paving that's a lot of time and money to construct, all, I, I don't even know if the figure is fathomable, how, how much many miles of roadway you look out this window into Angola, the parking lot, like that didn't just appear there one day. Like that was there, that was built before we were right, all around. Actually, And it, like, it's, it's pretty, it, it, it's, it goes beyond the scope of our able, our ability to really comprehend all of what went into that. So mm-hmm. it, it has to be, we see the problem and we adapt to it as our generation and, and the generations moving forward have to adapt to those things and, and find solutions because that's exactly how all of this came to be is someone saw a problem adapted Yeah,
1: and I want to mention something about that, um, especially our generation. I mean, we're the generation of technology. Mm-hmm. Just looking from like the 1800s to now, yeah it's a huge spike in technology and mm-hmm. just us as kids and growing up into... Um, driving on the highway to go to the mall or something i mean we've all known these highways and um construction and traffic our whole lives when you look at like our parents like my parents like personally they're in their 50s so like a lot of the roads around here were you know dirt roads and stuff so they're not as you know they didn't grow up on all this yeah, pretty yeah. much, pretty much. <laughs> so just the whole adapt adaptation sense of it, we're kind of born into it. So um, just us being the future engineers, being able to have that new perspective on roads and all this technology is definitely going to play a part in um, how people react to it. Because us engineering it, we're growing up with the things everyone else around us is as well.
4: See here's the thing. Someday the earth will be one giant city, oh, all ruled God. by God. <laughs> your <mic's laughs> <gonna> cut off.
2: Fine, we'll give right, you a give, chance. Give this, him a couple seconds. One 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 giant city statement. all
4: ruled by God King Luke Arnold the Invincible. Oh my
2: goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. Is, no, yeah, you're oh, done. No, that, you're yeah. done.
1: I think that's, <laughs> that's, I it, think that's, it's that's time it. to wrap up, boys. Oh Last thoughts from anyone. Besides Anything Xander. from Reed? You've been a little quiet, man.
3: I think like after like every time I was a drive home, come back, I go through Cleveland, and that time can either you can be in there and not even realize you went through there, and there's times that you you come out of Cleveland and with a couple years taken off your life. Yeah. And one thing that I think would help a lot, <laughs> and I don't know how like realistic this is, like brake lights that like can detect like how hard you're braking because. There's times like Ooh. this. I think two times, It was pretty shitty out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. No. Bleep. 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 In oh. techcom, in techcom, okay. she used
1: that word. Pretty bad. Yeah, she did. She
0: did yeah, use yeah. that word once. Maya said yep, that word. For, Maya for, said that word. We said that word for the rough drafts. Word. Yep, or the yeah. first drafts. Yep. Uh-huh. Nope. Yeah.
4: And, hey, this is PG thirteen. We're PG allowed. 13. To, we're allowed to use. Hey, one. hey,
2: I'll I'll take this out of the transcripts, okay? But <laughs> yeah. but and on the audio recording, it's gonna yeah, it's be gonna say these are
3: for the real <laughs> ones. Like, sometimes, the, like the two times, when there was there were two accidents, three lane highway, two accidents within like a quarter mile of each other. One on the left shoulder, one on the right shoulder, and then I'm driving. It's fine. It's it's kind of bad. It's raining, and then I just see everybody's kind of stopping and. This is brake lights you see before, but, like, they're not slowing down that much. But then you realize everybody's stopping, and sometimes it might be too late, and like, seeing a light that, like, if it comes on and it's really bright, they're like, okay, they're braking hard. I, I got to know they're braking hard. But when it's the same brake um, light when you barely tap the p- pedal and when you have it to the floor, right, that's definitely two different things mm-hmm. that a driver behind you will want to know. And that's something that, like that could cause even a worse accident when right. somebody's like flooring it and then got to hit their brakes cuz the person in front of them hit their brakes. Yeah. So I think I don't know how Almost,
0: to, yeah. to do to have like a scale of brightness for mm-hmm. the, the brake lights, and um, yeah, I, I honestly, that's a that's a really good you idea. You could also color scale it. You could color scale it. Or it would be yeah. like you could, you you know could go from the like the green to red. <laughs> <But> you <laughs> know that little bar over yeah. the over
4: They've the, never the never rear window, that little bar because you got the two tail lights and the little bar over it. What if it just? What if it filled up? It just filled from the from the left to right. If it filled, it's like a meter.
1: I think if you just change the brake lights to like red and blue and they flash. I think that would be really good. But touching on what Reed was talking about, on the day of my proposal we were going to Indianapolis and um, there was huge, you know, cars lined up, we were in line for hours because there was this semi that didn't realize the semi in front of it had braked and it full went mm-hmm. straight into the other semi. Yeah, and especially for oh, because they need so, th- so much space. Yeah, they, they need so a lot of space full. to break, yeah. I mean the dude died because the whole front of the semi was completely crushed mm-hmm. because he didn't notice the guy was braking. Yeah,
3: because when you just have brake lights that just light up, I, I like the thing that it, you have like the two two lights on the side; they'll always show. up. But then that top bar that kind of gradually like gets brighter, gets longer, just kind of show how how hard the braking is. I think that would be something that would definitely help help drivers out in this in the world.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Save lives. Yeah, absolutely. All right, boys. That's uh, do we think that's about everything? Yeah. All right. All right. Take us out, Luke. Let's
4: yeah. get out of here. It's been nice talking to everybody. Let's yeah. uh, let's go to bed. Let's go play some Fortnite, bros. Guy, grind for Peter Griffin. The grind oh for my Peter gosh. Griffin begins. Yeah, you're done. You're done.
3: <laughs> hey, hey. All right.